Brave Podcast Network. Sick of being stuck and uninspired and living in fear? Yeah, me too. That's why I created the Get Your Brave On podcast, because I was looking for something that wasn't a push alert on my phone or a negative news story to start my day. Get Your Brave On is a podcast you can listen to while you're getting ready in the morning, brushing your teeth or putting your makeup on or getting your cardio in. Get exactly the motivation and inspiration you need to silence fear and do one brave thing a day. Make sure that you follow so you don't miss an episode. We start the week off with a topic, an inspiration. Then the next episode is a prayer about that. The third episode of the week, a faith-based meditation. The rest of the week includes stories from listeners just like you on how you're facing fear and getting your brave on. Share yours at 530-4-AMANDA. And I bring you experts to give you advice on how to silence fear when it comes to your faith, family, finances, fitness, and we even get to have some fun. Don't miss an episode. Sign up at getyourbraveon.info and I'll send you my free Brave Life Planner. Another thing you can start your day with instead of negative news. It is a specific plan to boot up your bravery and set your mind on the right things, the good things. And then a daily planner to help you choose one brave thing a day. If you use this every day for 30 days, that's 30 brave things things you've done in a month. Just think of how brave you will be by the end of the year. 365% more brave. Sign up at getyourbraveon.info and make sure you follow the podcast. So glad you're here. Life Audio. Athletes coming out of the tunnel to start a game. They get hyped up, they listen to their music, and then they take charge, whether it's the court, the field, or the ice. Well, every day, we've got to be able to get that grit and that strength and that mental fortitude to take on the game of life that's coming at us for the next 24 hours. You're the pro of your life. Awakening greatness today on the Get Your Brave On podcast season two, episode 18, mental skills training to make the worst thing that you think happened to you become the best with mental edge coach Darlene Santor, otherwise known as Coach Dar. Hey, I'm your host, Amanda Carroll and founder of GetYourBraveOn.info, empowering you to live a strong and courageous life, no matter what plot twist life has thrown at you. Can't wait for you to meet my friend, Coach Dar, and hear her story of overcoming multiple strokes that started when she was 25 years old and how she now coaches pro athletes to stay mentally strong and she's about to coach you too. The HIV epidemic is not over. HIV is still here. The face of HIV is so diverse. The biggest thing to reduce HIV stigma is just to talk about it. Testing and PrEP and HIV treatment and how effective it is today. Undetectable equals untransmittable. Whether you're positive or negative, there's not a wrong door. Whether it's testing or whether it's treatment, do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about HIV testing, treatment, and prevention at doitforyoumc.org. You can live a long, healthy life if you're HIV positive. With the current treatments, we can get patients down to being undetectable. The array of options is so much greater today. U equals U. Undetectable equals untransmittable. If someone who's HIV positive, they're taking their medication, they're undetectable, they're not able to pass HIV to their partners. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Your HIV treatment is their prevention. Get more information at doitforyoumc.org. 
It's time to awaken your greatness with Coach Dar. Here's what you're going to learn in this podcast. Finding your calling. The top three mental skills to be brave. Battling self-criticism and winning. The art of bouncing back after plot twists in life. And how to scroll less and live more. Real quick, if you have a friend that is struggling and needs some encouragement, will you please share this podcast with them? Copy the link, send it to them in a text. It's going to make a huge difference in their life. Like it did for Kristen. She just left this review. Five stars. Thank you, Kristen, on Apple Podcasts. She said, I'm so happy to find this podcast. I stumbled upon it by way of LinkedIn this morning and had to become a subscriber. It's smart, uplifting, and real. Just what I needed to hear today and in reality pretty much any day. Love you for that. Would love to hear your review. Tell us what you think about the podcast on Apple. And that helps more people find the podcast. And that means you're helping more people get the brave on and sign up to be official brave babe and get your free brave life planner at getyourbraveon.info. all right it's time coffee with coach dar hello let's go this is a woman that helps six foot eight nba players stay focused and she's about to dive into your life to help you stay focused too darlene santor thank you so much for making time for the get your brave on podcast well, i'm so excited to be here thank you for having me on so i have to tell the story of how we met because it was in a very authentic way and it's very embarrassing to me i have to say incredibly embarrassing i just need you to know the truth of this like i saw darlene speak coach dar speak and i literally like i was like a crazy fan and i and i saw her speak at this broadcast convention for radio people like me and i was like standing and i was like i got to meet this woman because of the way I initially met her without actually knowing it was her. I am flying from Sacramento to Orlando, which takes an ungodly amount of time to get there. And I had woken up really early in the morning and just like crawled on a flight. And, and then I remember I switched planes in Phoenix. And I remember I got on this plane and I saw this one. I was like, boy, she looks familiar. I, uh, okay. And I went a couple rows down and I was like, okay. And I'm just like vegging out and watching whatever movie to distract me and try to sleep on the plane. I get off the plane in Orlando. I'm like, I, you know, what do you do when women get off the plane? You go to the bathroom. So I go to this bathroom <laughs> and the Orlando airport is older and I'm sitting there and these stalls are small and I've got this big, huge suitcase. So I'm like, okay, what do I leave it out there? I don't know. I'm still exhausted. So I pull the suitcase into the stall with me. I'm like, okay. And then I realize I'm getting out of the stall. It's too big. I can't get out. I can't get out. I trap myself in the stall. <laughs> like, okay, this is going to be messy. I'm glad there's not video because I'm trying to like work my way out of the stall with a giant suitcase. I don't know if I trip or fall. I try to block it out. And there I see this gorgeous woman, the same woman who I thought I knew who had it all together, the next in line. <laughs> I was like, oh God, hoping that I never run into her again. I go to the convention, the radio convention in Orlando. I'm sitting, waiting for the keynote speaker. And I look up, I'm like, oh my God, that's the woman from the bathroom. <laughs> I so, think I actually was trying to help you when you got out my seat. <laughs> Can I help? Like I wanted to just help because I, I have felt the struggle. I have been there. So believe me, I've been there with you. Okay. It was all, <laughs> and then I was like, no, I knew I recognized her because she was like in the program of the conference that I was going to. 
So anyway, so that's why I had to track her down. So we met on a very authentic and personal level. Accidentally, I'm totally messing up my lashes. Yeah. So anyway, so she shared this incredible story about getting her brave on through health challenges. And so every episode, Coach Star, is kind of a lesson. And how do we get our brave on when we face these awful plot twists in Mm -hmm. life? Mm -hmm. And could you share what is the thing that you feel is the greatest moment of fear that you have had to live your life bravely through? (laughs) Well, you know, it's almost like I could see multiple events that keep me in this. I, I don't feel like... I thought it was one event, but I keep getting Uh more moments that keep challenging me to learn to be brave. So Uh I think I've learned it, but I keep, you know, it's like riding a bike. I think we almost, we're like, here, here's another dose so that you can actually learn to stay brave again. So you don't forget how to do this. And I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. But my first memory of trying to become brave was when I was 25. I was, I'm an occupational therapist by background, working in traumatic brain injury happy, just, you know, got married from an Italian family, bought the book, what to expect when you're expecting. I'm like, this is going to be awesome. I'm going to have a family. And I go to a chiropractor because I hurt my back and go to get adjusted. And when they adjusted my neck, they ripped the artery to my brain. And I did not know at that moment what a shift in my life would be because I didn't have any symptoms at that very moment. So there I was thinking I was going to get sciatica treated and a bigger problem came. And it wasn't until after blood was actually pooling into my brain because there was a a dissection and I go to the hospital. I, well, I remember being on the hospital unit that I actually am working on and the floor flips upside down and the floor is the ceiling and the ceiling is the floor. And that's my first symptom that I noticed. And I'm like, what is wrong? And I can't see and I'm treating brain injury and stroke patients. And by the time I make my way down the stairs, it subsides. So I actually thought, I think I have a sinus infection. <laughs> like the pressure, something must have just got a little jolted up there yep. and didn't know that I was bleeding in the brain. Long story short, I find out a couple misdiagnoses. They told me I had a tumor behind my ear, which is actually a blood clot. I find my own neurologist and he says, there are good news, bad news. He says, Um, good news is you have scar tissue that will probably grow around this area. But bad news is you have a blood clot. You had a stroke. You had a bleed in the brain from what we found out from the dissection. And when you had your neck manipulated, it ripped your artery and you are living with a blood clot right now. But if it dislodges any day, you could die. Now, 25. If this blood clot dislodges, you could die any day. So he's like, don't run too hard. I was training for a marathon. Don't quaff too hard. Don't go on roller coasters. Don't do anything that's going to increase your blood pressure. And all I kept hearing at 25, especially a young woman who just wanted to go live life and start a family and everything was all I kept hearing was no, no, no. And I actually had to be brave in that moment. And even time after that, time and time again, to say, I'm going to hear this, but I'm not going to receive it this way. I'm going to be brave and I'm going to find a way to go live. And I mean, really live. And I'm going kind of going to do the opposite of what I was told to some degree, because I was like, sugar, if I could die any day, what the heck? I don't have anything to fear here. I'm just going to go out like so. That's a good point. (laughs) Yeah. I had to reframe it in that situation and say, well, what can I do? Stop telling me what I can't, but what can I do? 
And that propelled me to literally go back to school for business at night because I wanted to fix healthcare. I ended up running some healthcare companies and did a bunch of things. And then my brave, my next situation of my brave that came on is when I, 2008 is when I left everything that I knew, very lucrative, you know, job, so to speak, what the world would say is successful to start my own practice in the middle of recession because I wanted to help people when they would thought that they couldn't do it anymore at, in 2008, when the world was kind of shutting down a little yep. bit. And so I had to get my brave on. And I, that's when I really understood what my calling was. And that took a lot of courage because I had to leave everything that I knew to go and start something that everyone thought I was losing my marbles for, you know, like, are you crazy? You would go do this. But I, that was my calling. And I knew that I need, when Jesus said, drop your nets and follow, I was like, let's go. Wow. So what is your calling? To awaken greatness in people, to motivate, inspire and awaken greatness in people around the world. That's pretty amazing. That's just, that's just Mm -hmm. a little job. I mean, that's (laughs) (laughs) because is that because you had to awaken greatness within yourself? Do you think that's why? And every day, every day I get up and say, how am I going to awaken greatness in myself so I could help others do that? How do I do that? How do I do that? Every day I lead with the mission. I'm like, God lead me because if if you can't help me do it, I can't help others do it. Comcast Business gives you more for your small business with our new gig speed Wi-Fi plus unlimited data. Ask how to get up to a $750 prepaid card with a qualifying bundle. And 12-4-2022. Restriction supply requires new gigabit extra bundle with two-year agreement. If you run a small business, you need the most from every investment. That's why Comcast Business gives you more, like our new gig speed Wi-Fi plus unlimited data, all on the largest, fastest, reliable network for small businesses. Comcast Business, powering possibilities. Don't miss our special holiday offer and ask how to get up to a $750 prepaid card with a qualifying bundle. Call today. Ends 12-4-2022. Restrictions apply. Requires gigabit extra bundle with two-year agreement. So you're going through this change in, in your life and then almost, um, I like it how sometimes we think the worst moments of our lives end up becoming the best if we choose to allow them to be. Yeah, you know, I say that a lot about uh, becoming a single mom. At the moment, I mm-hmm. thought it was it happened very suddenly without warning. And, and I was like, well, this is it. This is the death of me. I'm done. You know, working in Christian ministry, three kids by myself. No one's ever going to accept me again. Love me again. Let me teach about Jesus again. I'm done. I'm toast. But mm. actually it became the thing that made me create, get your brave on. So this is like, nope, I was the world's most fearful woman. I'm not going to allow that. And right. then similarly, I, I chose like August 1st was the date that I became a single mom suddenly. And I, now I actually celebrate that day because it's like my new vision mm-hmm. day. So mm-hmm. could you Ooh, give good. us an exit? It's like, okay, yes. this is the day that everything changed. I might as well celebrate it. This is the day I decided to live. Yeah, absolutely. Not- so how do you awaken greatness in someone? Maybe there's someone listening to the podcast right now that's in that moment of a plot twist, job loss, mm-hmm. uh, relationship loss, uh, maybe just mm-hmm. feeling loss. We all go through them. You are not alone to plot twists. You're not the only one going through this. So how do you awaken greatness when someone is experiencing that plot twist in life? You know, I, I really have created this whole... 
I'm Tony DeLorenzo, and this is my beautiful wife, Elisa. Hey there. We're hosts of the top-rated marriage podcast, The One Extraordinary Marriage Show. This is the show where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. Each episode, we share what you can do to create the extraordinary marriage you desire. With over 700 episodes, like Information Overload and Sex Pillows and Wedges, there's something for you. Come join us as we talk sex, love, and commitment. Subscribe to The One Extraordinary Marriage Show today, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or on your favorite podcast app. Kind of program that I take people through, and I don't even know if that's a good word for it, but like this process, process. And the first thing I start with is I need to get you to remember the gifts that you have inside of you. Because say you lose your husband, your relationship, a child, your job get a get a you know diagnosis of something the talents and gifts within you did not get taken away when you have to change jobs your gifts and talents didn't get taken away your knowledge isn't taken away when i had my stroke my knowledge wasn't taken away right i was a little more wobbly i might not have moved my hands as well but i still know what i know what i know and so often we just put our identity to a title or a role, forgetting that God did not make you a role. He gave you a gift so that you could go and serve others with it. And that does not need a title. It doesn't need a bank account to do it. And it sure as heck doesn't need you to be, to have status to do it. You have what you have because God gave you that gift. And our thank you back every day is to get up and go answer that call and show up with those gifts and those talents to serve people. And when I remind people of that, even in the hardest, I'll say during, during COVID, when people had to close their business, I was like, okay, that's one part of the business you had to close, but all that knowledge, no one's taken that away from you. No one took your knowledge away. So guess what? How are we going to apply that knowledge now into a new arena or a new space, but you're still you with their gifts and your talents. That's wow. just the setup. That's just that's the setup beginning. to start it. That's yeah. just the beginning. And so then you, yeah, kind of, um, I, I think I heard you speak about something that I, I have written about and talked about too, is finding your why. Once oh, yeah. you have that knowledge, you're like, okay. You know, for me, it was becoming a single mom. Wait a second. Okay. I'm a single mom now. I have to pay. For, I have to provide for my children all on my own. I can talk. I'm on the radio. I can now I got it. Like, how can I use this more of a hobby and make it into more of a career? Yeah. So, and I found out my why I call them my sunshines because they just like the song I would sing to them. They make me happy when skies are gray. My daughter, mm. she was four years old at the time. And she, I remember I was like stuck in bed, still nursing an eight week old baby as a single and then became single and just miserable. And I remember she would open up her blinds and if she saw sunshine, she'd say, mommy, it's happy outside. Oh, I love that. <laughs> so now I was, now she's 16, but, and, and at the time I was like, okay, it's happy. I have to be happy for them. They became my why. Yeah. What is your why? What is it that propels you forward to teach people these beautiful lessons on their mindset and moving forward in life. You know, for so often I kept wondering, what is my gift? You know, I, I, I can't necessarily sing at all, you know, and I used to help out artists and I was like, well, I can't, you know, I was going on these things. I'm not good at that. And I was like, well, 
I could teach and I could communicate and I really could help people because that's what I've done is I've helped people overcome odds and I'm able to take complex things and break it down into simple so that people could follow that so that they could get back up or they could go forward or they could just get better where they are. So that awakening greatness, really, you know, helping people, my why started to be, you've been called to literally raise people up, to, to help build their confidence, to get them back, to help be a voice when they can't find their voice and have them regain their voice or regain their confidence. But all of that leads to awakening their greatness. Everything is under that umbrella. So all of those things. And when I realized it just came natural to me to my head is like everywhere I could go to a movie, everything I'm is a, like a teachable moment for me, everything. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't shut off. Sometimes I'm like driving, I'm looking at a billboard. I'm like, Oh, how did they come up with that marketing concept? Or I'm at Top Gun watching the movie. And I'm like, this is epic. I can't wait to teach on Top Gun. And you know, all the lessons that are within this. And my friend goes, really, Dar? I'm like, yes, I can't wait. And the next day I was back on. I have a show every morning at 10. I'm like, I got a lesson for you. My head is literally always learning to teach, learning to teach, but it's to make someone's life better. I just want to make people's lives better. I want okay. them to be able to reach their full potential. And I get so juiced by that, that that's why I get up every day. I mean, literally every day. My mom, when she passed away, I had to give a keynote speech literally days after on living your best life when my mom just passed away. So, but I got up and I did it and I was like, you know, I'm doing this because there's nothing more that she would want. And also I can't change what happened, but I know I could take this and use it for good. And it just propels me. What I found so fascinating when I saw coach Dar speak is, you know, you tell this really personal story that would break down anyone you had every reason to just be like that's it you know even I remember she she told a story about you know walking into the ER and having your husband at the time say convince everybody that you're not drunk you, you know because yeah. you couldn't wine but the, but she tells the story and it's funny but it's not funny but you tell it in a way and and what is it what is it within you that helps you take those awful things that we go through in life and decide to turn it for good? Like, what is the, where does that come from? And how can we harness mm. it as, as brave babes instead of wallow in the pain and be like, okay, what does Coach Dar do? And, and I, the only thing I could think of was, sorry, this is a really long question. I apologize. No, the no, I got it. The only thing I could think of is when my ex-husband came home from a business trip, when my kids were four to an eight weeks old, said, I'm leaving you tonight. And of all things I said was, well, we're out of milk like that. <laughs> no, it's funny because I, I was just like, I, what do you say? And you, I think back about all the different ways I could have given some kind of speech, but I just was like, I'm going to wake up in the morning with three little kids and we don't have any milk and you're not going to be here. So, so I need milk. You know, like <laughs> it's a defense ways. mechanism. It's almost like it really is. It becomes a defense mechanism in some way. And it's a, it's the power of reframing. Okay. Is that it's what the, it is? Like, yeah, what is it deep within you that helps you recover from all of these health challenges? And well, your situation was shock 
at the moment where you haven't digested all that was happening. And truly at that moment, you know, a true mom, a true mom, even at that moment, you were so selfless. I mean, think about that, that you're thinking about your kids in the truest of moments. So I would say that your brain hadn't even fully understood what was just said. And you were like, hold up. I haven't processed that this means forever, but I know tomorrow there's no milk. So, you know, it's called survival mode and that's what you were in. So I, I commend you on that. And then you asked the question of how I also watched. What is it? I learned too. My mother had her first triple bypass at 40 years old and she had multiple heart problems from 40 till she passed at 72. And that woman was so darn resilient. She just got back up. And in our family, we would, we call it scooching each other where we would scooch on each other and we'd use humor. As soon as we were new, we were like, either in a little crisis or just got out of it. And it was really, truly like a defense mechanism of some, how do we get back? And then the other point was, what is our other option? And so when you add humor and you laugh, it makes it just tolerable. And another, one of the things is, while I wish I could say that stroke was the only one, I had three total. And the last one was just four years ago. And that one I tell because I, <laughs> I had a migraine on Monday. And by Friday, it was the worst pain I'd ever had. But I had to see two clients at two meetings. I was like, I only see them once a month. I got to get through this. While I'm coaching one of the executives, I was like, please just don't let me throw up on this table because I feel like I'm going to throw up. And I was really conscious about helping them. And as soon as I left, I felt myself staggering a little. I went around the corner to this clinic and they're like, you know, we don't take your insurance. But the doctor came out and said, Dart, we think you're having another stroke. Here's a note. I'm going to call the ambulance. They said, don't call an ambulance. That's going to be the cost of a country if you don't cover my insurance. So I Ubered to the ER. And while I get to the ER, the the Uber driver goes, I hope your friend's okay. And I turn while I'm having a stroke and I go to him, I'll let her know. (laughs) So I mean, I'm using humor the whole way through. And even when I get into the ER and everyone's face is looking frantic, I, they're sat there and they're like, well, you don't look like you're having a stroke. And I was like, I just need you to know, don't ever assume by my facial demeanor, unless right. it's drooping, because I'm going to use humor the whole way through. Yep. And so I have to like, let them know. And it becomes a way for, for me to get through adversity. Okay. And it really has helped because yes, it is a hard situation, but boy, if I could find a way to use it, to learn from to help others, to laugh with after it's, it's, I can, I have been through so many things and I've helped so many people through things that it really helps and it it has never hurt me. It's only helped me. Beautiful. Where does your faith in God come in when it comes to choosing to live brave? Like are are the two connected for you? We, Dar and I really have, I don't know where you are on your journey. Yeah. Here's sprinkles of it. So I'm just asking, where's the Jesus in this, this story to live strong and courageous every day. Uh, I have my bracelet. What would Jesus do? Oh yeah. Listen, if people know me, they'll know I love Jesus so much that a friend Mm -hmm. said to me when a person said, Hey, is your friend taken? And she said, yeah. And I looked at her. I'm like, no, I'm not. And she goes, yes, you are. You're taken by Jesus first. And he's got to accept that first. I was like, Ooh, that's a good one. And she, I go, yeah. and she's not even faith-based. She goes, Dar, if anyone knows you, they know it's Jesus. Oh, I was like, oh, so okay. Cool. 
oh that's yeah. sweet but you know not like uh in a judgment way what, whatever yeah. you do you do okay but I say this because so I grew up Catholic my whole pretty much most of my life and my mom you know taught catechism all of that but it wasn't until I was in my early 30s that it was I had been going through a tough time and my sister and I she had invited me over for a bible study and it was the first bible that I really opened and all of those years and so I started reading the bible with her with our good friends Mary and Vinny and I was like what is this why did no one tell me what like, really? These are like basic instructions before leaving earth, people. You know, that's what the Bible stands for. And I was like, yeah. These, this is like, I wish I knew this. And it just was like, the words were coming off the page. And I, let me tell you, Jesus is the ultimate life coach. When anyone, mm-hmm. I coach anyone, I'm like, you're coming to me. But ultimately, Jesus is the person you need to go to. I'll just be a vessel, but you got to go to him. And that's when my life changed. And at 33, I got baptized and I gave my life to the Lord. And that's truly when I was like, oh, this is a calling. And and when he said, drop your nets and follow. And I had gone through a really tough moment where all of this adversity I'd gone through, I never really stopped to feel it. And just before I gave fully my life to Christ, I had been studying and I had been going to now a non-denominational church and I was loving it all. And I was like, Jesus, you know, like I need you. Cause I was, I felt depression for the first time. I couldn't get up. Like all of the adversity I'd hit divorce, even starting my own practice, everything was like, wow, you're on your own and you're doing this. And he said this, but what does this mean? And I felt it. And my sister came in one day and she's like, enough of this. God did not give you new life to isolate or go back to old ways. Like you help people. You have a calling, like get up and go do this. And I said to her, Denise, I know, but I can't get up. And for anyone's listening, like, you know, when you've been in that state of depression and sadness and you're like, I get it, but I literally don't know how to get up. And I said, I just, she left. It was summer. I remember having my hair on top of my head. I had a fleece on like in the air condition. I was like, I don't want to see anyone. I don't want to do anything. It was when blackberries were out and I thought (laughs) I shut it off. And it was a Saturday and it kept buzzing. And I wanted to take the thing and throw it through the window. I was like, I don't want to talk to anyone. Yeah. And I pick it up and it's a devotional that normally only comes Monday through Friday. And it was Saturday. Mm-hmm. And it had said, I did not give you new life to isolate or go back to old ways. And it goes into a devotional about this. Well, I had okay. just been crying out to the Lord. God, if I'm going to do this, I need it on your strength because I can't do it. Well, I got that. I surrendered. And I got up the next day and I haven't looked back. Amazing. So part of your title is that you're a mental skills coach. What are the mental skills, the kind of the top three mental skills you think that we need to decide to live brave instead of give in to our fear? Yep. Number one, you've got to start your morning off right. Mm-hmm. It's literally, so when you think about it, athletes coming out of the tunnel to start a game. They get hyped up, they listen to their music, they all come together and then they take charge, whether it's the court, the field or the ice, like they come out and they're ready. Well, every day we've got to be able to get that grit and that strength and that mental fortitude to take on the game of life that's coming at us for the next 24 hours. Mm -hmm. So the way I do that is I have an Alexa and that 
I set my alarm by it and I tell her every night what song I want to be my alarm. So I forget what it is when I'm sleeping. So when I wake up in the morning, it is literally like I had Macklemore Glorious playing. You know I'm back like I never left. I never left. Another sprint, another step, another step, another day, another breath. Another breath. Been chasing dreams, but I never slept. Such a good song, like it's about a glorious day. And yeah. I, so I woke up to that and I was like, yes. And so my point is, I don't have an annoying alarm waking me up. I have that waking me up. And if you have kids, set it before you think they're going to wake up. So at least you have something that is happy. It's a song getting you ready. You're coming out of the tunnel. Get your, your anthem song going in the morning. I love that. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm going to do that because I do. I've been waking it's up awesome. to annoying noises, like a theme song for your life. Yes, you absolutely. need a theme song. Just why, why is it just up to athletes to come out no. of the tunnel with a song? Hey, by the way, you're the pro of your life. So <laughs> you should be operating and training like a pro because we've got to become pros of this in order to be the best at it. Yes. Okay. So we wake up, we're, we're like glorious day. Macklemore, we're getting pumped. Got your song, then what? Okay, you sit up for a yeah. minute, like the song's on, sing a couple of the tunes because yeah. energetically and from a neurological standpoint, when you sing out loud and you get your, your like your breath and it gets it out, it just starts to regulate your nervous system. Okay. So, and then you could decide at that moment, okay, open up just quickly. If Are you gonna do a devotional? Are you gonna sit down and you're gonna write something in your journal? Are you gonna sit and just take one minute to do power of breath for counts in hold for four out for four do something that gets you fueled so your anthem then it might be a devotional yeah. meditate on the word and by the way if you have 15 minutes great if you have one minute just don't let yourself out of the habit of it this is yeah. mental skills training you have to brush your teeth in the morning well how about you saying like i get to also get up and i get or sit up and just you know, read a devotional, read something that's one minute is not going to hurt you. It's not, it's only going to help you. Then I get up. What I do is once I get ready and then I usually go move, I exercise to some, yep. I have to do it in the morning. But the other thing that's important is, so I would say meditate, pray, move, and then fill your mind with something. So when I am getting ready in the morning, after I get out of the shower and I go to put my makeup on automatically on my phone is teed up either a uh, I'm learning something on a podcast I'm listening to a YouTube I'm listening yeah. to uh, a, I might have had a course that I'm taking and I'll listen to it so I don't let myself go any day without having fueled my brain with something knowledgeable or something inspirational because I can't give what I don't know you ever heard that saying that your mind is like jello? You got to put in all the good stuff before it sets. Yes. yes I love that one yes, too. I always yes. think that. Okay. Wait, here's I another one. Phone, yes. Your mind is like a parachute. It only works if it's open. Oh, that's good. Yes, absolutely. Be open, receive, receive. You know, Jesus is asking us to receive. And so you want to receive in the morning all the things that you need to. You don't know what you don't know. You can't give what you don't have. So receive in order to then pass it, pay it forward. Mm -hmm. How do you sometimes deal with um, criticism? Sometimes I feel like it, 
Yeah, I saw this thing that the other day that we criticize ourselves 1200 times a year. I thought that was actually low. Women are higher. <laughs> Women have much For higher. Sure. But and the biggest criticisms we get are ourselves or we allow other people's negative criticisms of ourselves affect our futures because we believe them. How do you mentally battle your self-criticisms and maybe allowing what other people say about you stick? So anytime I start to get into that space, whether it's self-talk or it's heard something, I go to what is truth and what is false. And I get a piece of paper and I start writing down, what is it that I just said? Or what is it that I just heard? I write it on a piece of paper. I go, is this true or false? And more often that time, more often than not, it's false. And then I'll say, okay, this is false. What is truth? And then I write the truth statement. And then I just start talking back to myself. This is the truth. I don't listen Mm -hmm. to that chatter anymore. And I speak life into it. Rather than receiving this negativity, I'll speak life to it. And it changes. It literally reframes and changes it for me. I'm Mm -hmm. I'm always very thankful for you when I follow you on your Instagrams. The coach star is your authenticity. Uh, but could, because I think so often we look at people's, uh, social media followings. I struggle with it and I'm like, wow, how's your makeup look like that? It's probably a filter or like <laughs> I convince myself or what is she doing or how is she everywhere? Do you battle sometimes that, that what that authenticity is that you see mm-hmm. on social media that you put on social media with what's going on on in your real life? Yes. I feel like I'm on the verge of doing a video that's like, don't believe social media, everything you see on social Mm -hmm. media, not even mine. And the reason Mm -hmm. I say that is, and not that what I share is truly what's happening, but the part of this that I'm saying is we have to monitor uh, how we're filtering this. And this example of this is about Fourth of July weekend, I went to Nashville and I shared a reel of the people that I love in Nashville and who I was with. They're mm-hmm. like family to me and it means so much. And anytime I share, I'm usually teaching a lesson from it. It's not just like, let's look at this. It's like, these are the people who are the people in your life. So I truly share from that authentic place. But people would have seen me in Nashville on Fourth of July weekend. Then they would have seen me come back something here in Scottsdale. And then they would have seen me in Vegas this past weekend for NBA Summer League. So that to the world looks like, oh, wow, look at her. She's in Nashville. She's in Phoenix. She's in Las Vegas. Look at this life. What they don't know mm-hmm. is that I was in the ER. So prior to going to Nashville, I was having trouble breathing and my heart, I was having tightness in my chest and I was a little nervous and scared. And like I said, Nashville's like a second home to me. And I didn't want to be alone on 4th of July. I didn't want to be alone sitting here Mm -hmm. because it was mentally going to be a battle. And I was scared. So I went to Nashville and I was like, well, if I have to go to the ER there, at least know people. And so I went to there. And even while I was there, I couldn't do a lot of the things. Like I just had to sit by the pool or I had to sit Mm -hmm. with my friends or I had to go nap because I was exhausted. I only had 48 hours there. So I couldn't do all the things I wanted, but I tried to make the best of you know, the time that I had by at least being around people versus being by myself. So I come home from Nashville on Monday, I have a cardiology appointment. And as soon as I see the cardiologist, he's like, you have to go to the ER right now. So I went straight to the ER. They want to make sure I didn't have a pulmonary embolism, which thankfully I didn't. I spent six hours there. And then Tuesday I went and gave a keynote speech (laughs) after being in the ER all night. 
And then I went to Vegas and people saw me in Vegas. But what they didn't see is from nine to one before I got up to go see the player I coach, I had to sit and rest because I could not breathe all day, could not get my breath. And um, somehow you keep going. Well, I call, I call, I work with multiple people and I call this functional medicine doctor and he's giving me these breathing treatments that I've been doing and the breathing treatments are helping a little bit and they think it could be long COVID. They think it could be effects of long COVID. So I might have to deal with this for years or I might, I don't know, but it's definitely not me. I'm, I'm usually buzz light year. This is definitely, and I, you know, I've been through three strokes. I'm like, I don't want to deal with another health thing, but I don't have a choice. So if I sit and I isolate, it mentally makes it worse for me. But if I get up and serve my calling within the capacity that I can, I'm telling you, it, like being on this right now, it just gives me fuel because I could serve by sharing the yeah. stories. So I just say to people, you know, sometimes we have to get uncomfortable and sometimes we also have to remove ourselves from certain things. And by that, I mean, are there certain unhealthy places you need to remove yourself from so that you could really step into your calling? Is there certain environments? Are there certain people? Social media, do you need to remove yourself from it because all you keep seeing is people's highlights real and you're watching someone live their life while you're not living yours. So put the phone down and go live your life and stop watching everyone else live theirs. Preach it. Yes, I agree. I yeah. Say, my daughter, get my 16-year-old daughter, I remember we were kayaking, double kayak. She was in front, I was behind. And she stopped paddling. And I'm still going. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, hey, we've got some place we're going. Why are you quitting? She's like, I'm just taking a mental picture right now yeah. because I want to remember this. And she didn't pull oh. out her phone to make a TikTok, right? That's awesome. And I, I was like, you just taught me, you're right. Sometimes we have to, instead of feeling all of those li- moments while we're living our lives to bravely sometimes just stop, take a picture that you'll remember with your own eyes. Yeah. It, yes. It was- more living, less scrolling. How are you more doing that? How are you living more? Cause I, I mean, you say you have a show every day and you have all of these things that you're doing. How are you living that out? So I started taking Fridays off where I don't work at all on Fridays anymore. And I made the, I started that in 2021 and I actually joined this Jesse Itzler. He's awesome. He's married to Sarah Blakely who started Spanx and he started oh, this yeah. build your life uh, resume. And he's like, we build our work resume, but we don't build our life resume. And he teaches these principles. And I did it in 2020 and I continued it into 2021 and now into 2022, but In 2021, I started taking every Friday off so that I could either learn something, go somewhere, or do nothing if I wanted. It was just, I'm going to just see what I want to do to live more life. And I love it so much. And I will say I'm always in a constant, I would say, battle of trying to do that more and more because more things get put on my plate. But I still have blocked out Fridays to go do something. And that's why I ended up going to Nashville when I did, I was like, you know what? I have all these points. It's 4th of July weekend. Called my friend. I said, are you going to be around? She said, yep. I said, I'm flying in. That's it. I was like, I'm just going. I want to live. Even if I can't, I might not be able to go on like a month long vacation. And maybe that that's going to be my goal is to take off August, uh, maybe next summer. 
but I just want to find, I call them micro moments. So, Uh because what we do is we find if we can't have this whole week or we can't have this whole weekend, or we can't, we start to put the restraints, we can't have that, then it's not good. Well, that causes resentment and anxiety. So how about what can we do? What do we have? What can we do? And so I say, okay, I have 48 hours. I have 24 hours. I have two hours. What can I do? That's going to make me feel like I live life. Totally. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What is it like, you know, you, you work with CEOs, you're and NBA players. What is it like? Can you give us a glimpse? I would have no idea. The only athlete that I coach is my 13 year old son to be like, just picture the home run, picture the ball going over. He so desperately wants to hit a home run. You take everything you've dealt with your mental skills and all of that stuff. And how does that work in the sports world with you? You know, I, I used to be the Phoenix Suns mental conditioning coach, and now I coach Mm -hmm. in all the leagues. So the NHL, the NFL, MLB, all the leagues, I have individual players that I coach, but guess what? It's the same common denominator. Everyone is coming because they, they just want to, when you get to the pros, everyone is good. But what makes you better is your mental edge, your skills. You know, how do you get that edge where you could sustain the highs and the lows? It is not for making it easy. It's how do you bounce back or bounce forward better? And it's coming. That's usually what they're coming for. Or they're coming to me for confidence. And people go, confidence? They're in the pros. I'm like, yeah, you're right, confidence. This is why we're all human. It doesn't matter if you're in the pros or you're running a company or you're literally in your home trying to run your family. You Mm -hmm. still doubt yourself. Everyone does. And so I try to bring them back to God confidence to remember in the skills that they have. And so, I mean, my days go from I could be on the phone with the CEO of a company, then I could be speaking, then I could be helping an NFL quarterback, then I could be helping an NHL guy, then I could be helping uh, (laughs) – you know, an entrepreneur trying to run his business and stay afloat. And do you know, how do we keep this going in the middle of adversity? And it's the constant theme is the theme. It's just always, how do we stay emotionally agile? How do we continue to reframe the game? How do we get better with our EQ? How do we continue to have the confidence Mm -hmm. to do what we do? Am I in the right place? Can I do this? Validation, being heard and helping see people through so that they can reach their greatness amazing. She just helped you do that same thing. That's awesome. So you got, you just, you just got coached just like um, a professional athlete, brave babe. What a treat coach Dar. Is there anything else that I didn't ask you that you wanted to share with the brave babes and inspire us to knowing that God goes with us wherever we go to choose to live a strong and courageous life, no matter what plot twist we go through. I just keep thinking Joshua one nine be great, be bold and courageous. You know, it's really saying be brave, be courageous. And Jesus is one. And I know no matter what battle you're facing right now, no matter how hard it is, how much you're struggling, do like Joel Olstein said this comment, do not put a period where God intended a comma. Uh. So when it feels like it's at its worst and you're like, this is it, this is the period it's over. No, it's not. It's a pause. It's Mm -hmm. a take a breath. It's to pull yourself in pause for a second, figure out how to make it through that moment to get through to the next day, and then just keep going and put the right people around you. 
we're, you know, it's not about quantity, it's about quality people around you, because you're going to need to lean on them on the moments where you feel like you can't breathe. I mean, during this yeah. time when I feel like I literally can't breathe, I had to call on my friends, I had to get up in the morning, do a breathing treatment before I can get up and go speak, and then go speak. And then I have to do a breathing treatment again. And I'm just going to keep trying and I'm going to keep going and, and do the same like you, we've got this, we've got this. And in the moments, it feels like you can't please just promise us that you're going to stay in the fight because the alternate is to not and the alternate is to give up and the alternate is it, it hurts everyone so i just say don't put a period where god intended a comma pause and keep going thank you coach tar i really love you're that welcome. and we're here for you brave babes that's why this is a community this isn't just one person reach out i would love you know it, it sounds like a shameless plug but just bear with me on this. The more of you that comment on how, how this impacts you, share it with us. Co I'm sure Coach Dar is like me. That feeds our soul. We would love yeah. to hear. This is why we do this. And the more reviews that this podcast has, the more Apple sends it out to more people. And I have got right. this goal to reach 30,000 women with the message of getting your brave on. And if you could help. If you want yes. to leave your review, that would help more people get this message and copy the link to this YouTube or the podcast that you're listening to. And maybe you have a friend that's going through something tough. You just share it, just copy it and send it in a message to them and just help us all. Because you go back to Joshua 1, 9, if you notice at the beginning, I don't know about your Bible. Okay. But I know in the versions that I read in mine, it's not an option to be strong and courageous. It says, have I not commanded you, declares the Lord, to be strong and courageous. And what I love about that is he's not bossy about it either. He's not like, oh, and then you're off on your own. He says, have I not commanded you, declares the Lord, to be strong and courageous, and I'll go with you wherever you go. So you are not alone. You have this community of brave babes. We're cheering you on. Coach Dar is cheering you on. Yes. And yes. Most importantly, God is with you. Amen. Amen. So how can we find more Coach Dar in our lives? Tell me about this show every day. You could go on Fireside Chat. It's an app called Fireside. Mark Cuban had started this and you can that you every day usually at 10 o'clock unless i'm speaking but you could go back and watch any listen back to any episode and it's a dose of dar awakening greatness a daily dose of dar it's five minute mental fuel or less so just get your dose and uh, or you could find me at coachdar.com or on social media it's at the coach dar on instagram i'm constantly putting content up there to fuel people to give messages to inspire to pay it forward it's fantastic. Many mornings yes, I have checked yes. it out and it's giving me the right mindset to take on my day Ooh. and your book. Oh yes. Book. My book, pray everyone, please pray yes. that this book comes out February 28th and that's the goal and um, pre-orders will be up soon. So follow along on social media because you could go and pre-order it. And you know, it would mean a lot because this is with having three strokes and the last one took away some of my mm -hmm. communication skills, which have come back. But I look at this as it's called the art of bouncing back. I just want people to have some tools to be able to bounce back from. So if you could pay this forward to someone that's going to help someone, then please do it because it allows me the chance to keep spreading the word to help people. The art of bouncing back. All of that information I'll put in the show notes for you so you can find it. Coach Dar, thank you so much. You're incredible. 
Thank you. Okay, where to find Coach Dara? I'll put that all on the episode notes so you can find those. And if you'd like more help on living a strong and courageous life, sign up to be one of the Brave Babes. I'll send you my free Brave Life Planner at getyourbraveon.info. And I would love for you to leave a review. Tell us what you think about the podcast. I'll give you a shout out in the next episode that helps more people find the podcast and live a more strong and courageous life. And could you please share this with a friend? There's one friend that you know that could greatly benefit from these mental skills training to help them get through whatever plot twist they're facing and build back better. Could you copy the link to this podcast? Just paste it in a text and say, hey, thought you'd like this. That's what brave babes do. We look out for each other. I want to say thanks to my friends at lifeaudio.com. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you'll find dozens of faith-centered podcasts about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and more. Just go to lifeaudio.com and get your brave on. The greatest red carpet you'll ever walk is through your front door. We're Dr. Josh and Christy Straub, marriage and leadership coaches and hosts of the Famous at Home podcast. With a realistic, grace-filled look at the struggles families face today, we cover topics designed to help you become a rock star under your roof, set healthy rhythms between work and home, and build a rock-solid marriage. To listen now, go to lifeaudio.com or search Famous at Home on your favorite podcast platform. Hey everybody, I'm Dale. And I'm Tamara. And we're hosts of the Kainos Project podcast. Where we help you tackle ancient Christian truths in everyday settings. The word Kainos means new, and that's exactly what we want to do on our podcast. Bring something new from what is old in our faith. And on this show, you might hear us explore topics like what the Bible has to say about student loan forgiveness, discuss how the satanic temple affects our view of religious liberty in America, or even question why is it that so many people are having rapture anxiety. To learn more about the podcast, go to lifeaudio.com. Thank you so much for your support of the Get Your Brave On podcast. I'd love to connect with you. Call my hotline anytime and let me know how this podcast is impacting your life and how you're silencing fear at 5304-AMANDA. Let's connect on socials and get more strategies to silence fear every day on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Amanda Carroll Show. And if you want to go deeper, join my Patreon. You can get daily motivations and prayers and meditations and live videos. Just go to getyourbraveon.info and sign up to be a member of the Get Your Brave On tribe. Join our Facebook group too. Just search Get Your Brave On. And I'd be honored if you would follow this podcast and subscribe and even leave a review. That helps more women just like you facing a plot twist find more strategies to silence fear. I'll shout you out in the next episode or even send me an email to amanda at amandacarol.org and tell me how God is using this podcast in your life like Kim did. She said, I just want to thank you for your podcast. I signed up in July and honestly, always deleted your message. (laughs) It's okay. Or sometimes just took a quick glance. But today was different. It was if God was drawing me to really take a look at it. And I did. After downloading the app to get a podcast, I went back and clicked on the prayer. As I stood in my bathroom, brushing my teeth, the words just filled the room with a peacefulness. It came over me and it was like a weight had been lifted. The stress of living with a few disabilities and being on long medical leave from work for over a year and the stress of trying to go back to work with homeschooling two kids, I was keeping it all in. I just wanted to know how much you make a difference. I even shared your podcast with my mom, cousin, and brother. (laughs) 
even though he's not a lady. He's going through a tough time and wanted him to hear the prayer. So bless you. Bless you. I am so thankful that God used this in your life. You're my why. I'm honored to hear from you. I'd love to hear from you. Reach out anytime. All the links are in the show notes. And I love the idea of you listening to the episodes while you're brushing your teeth. I actually think it's perfect. Start your day with me. So just make sure you follow the podcast so you don't miss an episode. Get your brave on.